Church's devotional podcast, devoted to bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Thank you for joining us today. Um, I'm going to once again steal from myself what will be last night. I uh, shared my testimony uh, with the youth group through uh, what Pastor Adam calls this waiting room series, where he just has different youth leaders uh, sharing their story and, and kind of giving some background for, you know, why we're plugged in, why we're a part of this ministry. And I start by asking this question, what is a testimony? I went ahead and looked it up, and here's what Oxford says. A formal written or spoken statement, especially one given in a court of law. Or two, the second, a public recounting of a religious conversion or experience. But the most basic definition would essentially be an official accounting or recounting of the facts. Why is the word that we've decided to use to talk about our conversion stories the word testimony? Well, because God did. 1 Peter 3.15, But in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect. We must be ready to give a defense for why we have hope in God. And what's our most basic and probably most foundational reason for why we believe in Jesus? It's our story. It's what God has done in our own lives. We might not know the answers to how God fine-tuned the universe to support life. We might not have the most satisfying reason for why there is evil in the world. We might not have read all the latest literature on why God is a better explanation for creation than materialistic evolution. We might not know any of that stuff. But we know what God has done in our own lives. There's a story in the Gospel of John where Jesus healed a blind man. And the religious leaders are upset about it. They're questioning this healed man about who Jesus really is and if you know his motives were sinister, which of course they thought they were. But I love this man's response. He answered, whether he is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. All of us who trust in Jesus have a story. I don't know everything about everything, but I can tell you what Jesus has done in my life. I also share this. There are many people that have very dramatic conversion stories that they, you know, didn't have a relationship with the Lord and got into drugs and alcohol and relationships and um, really wandered and really made a mess of things and made some mistakes or experienced some real trauma. And God saved them very dramatically from that, that very different looking life. That is not my story. In fact, because I'm in church, it's not a lot of people's story. And, uh, you know, I know that many of us have, have felt, I don't know if the word is guilt or, or disappointment, that we don't have a, a better testimony to share. Such a big deal is made of testimonies, and while well, mine is kind of boring. Um, but I think that is a really selfish and faithless view to take. Because really, are we thinking, God... You would have gotten so much more glory if you had put me through more trauma. If I had made more drugs and sex and alcohol mistakes that I could, you know, have experienced life and then come back, I would have such a better story. But I think in my mind, we're just picturing that people are more impressed with our life and our and our scope 
Is it really about God's glory or is it about our story and our attention? God is on the throne of all existence in his perfect wisdom, sovereignty, and love. He has given you your story. He has given me my story. So rather than second-guessing God's decision on giving us the parents he gave us, on the childhood he gave us, our prayer should be, God, what do you want to do with the rest of my story? Thank you for what you've already done in my life. Help me to use it for your glory. And show me the next steps. Because our testimony is continuing to be told. And I promise you this, that God's ideas for the rest of your story are going to be way better than yours. Often our most effective defense for who God is and how he works in the world isn't going to be knowing everything about apologetics, but is knowing our story and being willing to share it with those who will listen. So take the time to think it through. What has God done in your life? And be ready, as 1 Peter 3.15 says, to share that with someone who might need a reason for the hope that you have in Christ Jesus. Thank you for listening today. God, you are good. Thank you for the stories that you are telling with our lives. Help us to submit them to you every day because we know that you have a better plan. Your wisdom is greater than ours. We will give you the praise and glory for it. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in, church family. You are loved and a blessed. Thank you.